I know you know it, but I'm reminding you of it. If he's able to do whatever he asks, it means also that he is listening. And remember what James says, we have not because we ask not. Situation not changing for you, circumstances not changing, whatever it is, not changing because you're not asking. He is able to do whatever we ask. He's able to do whatever we ask or think. Are you like me? Sometimes you think about things. You don't actually verbalize it in prayer, but you're thinking about it. The Lord certainly invites us to do. He's able to do whatever we ask or think, all of it. He's able to do above it. He's able to do abundantly above it. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond it, above it. His ability and power surpasses whatever we verbalize in prayer. How can water hold up a steel boat, an iron boat? How can it do that? Well, because of the way that it's built and so on. Isn't that incredible? But how powerful must the ocean be to hold up all of the ocean liners and all of the navies? That's a very small picture of as much weight as is in those ships and ocean liners and navies and armadas and all the rest of it, the ocean is still not exhausted. It's a vast supply of energy and strength. It's a bit like God. A picture that he can't be exhausted. You can't reach the limit. What is the situation that's occurring to you that you need to be talking to God about? And even in this passage, the Apostle Paul says to us that he does all of these things, all that we ask or think and above it and beyond it and in excess of it, according to his power that is at work within us. It's linked. He can do that according to our responsiveness here to what he's doing. Which means my closeness with Jesus, the decisions I make, the things I choose to think about, the secret sins that I perform and think I am getting away with and that nobody knows about, affects this. According to his power at work within me. If I am quenching his spirit, if I'm grieving his spirit, I am reducing my ability to be able to, with integrity, ask him to do something because I'm not keeping his commands, I'm not doing what is pleasing in his sight, and therefore he will not be doing above and beyond what I'm asking. My choices hinder the performance of my requests. But if you are walking right with him, if you are, as Paul prays in this passage, if you are empowered, strengthened by his spirit in the inner man, if Christ is dwelling at home in your heart, if you have an increasing awareness and growth and knowledge of God's, the Father's love for you, how wide it is, how long it is, how high it is, how deep it is, you're entering into that, not just knowing it, it's ex experiencing it. Some believers are a bit like they've done the driver's test, they have the driver's license, 
They just don't drive the car. They can, but they don't. So too for us spiritually, we can enter in with him, in our relationship with him. We know we can, but we don't. Spurgeon described it as our relationship with God is like God is like a vast ocean and we are thrilled with waves coming up to our knees when he invites us to dive in and plunge into the depths of who he is and to experience him in all of his fullness. Empowered by his spirit, Jesus at home in the heart and the Father's love consuming us. The Bible is full of examples where God has done exactly what this verse is saying, that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above whatever we ask or think he's done it all the way through the scriptures jesus taught this even this truth what father would give a child a snake if they ask for a fish or would give a rock if they ask for a bread remember elijah praying and he was praying for rain and he prayed seven times and eventually he sees a cloud the size of a man's hand away in the distance then the passage goes on to talk about the he hears the sound of the abundance of rain God doing exceedingly abundantly above what even Elijah was praying for. Well, the story of the prodigal son is another picture of it. The prodigal son comes home and what does he say to the father? I'm not worthy to be called your son. Please make me like one of your hired servants. Exceedingly abundantly beyond what he was asking. The father puts his hand over the son's mouth and says, bring a new robe and put it on him. Bring a ring and put it on his finger. Bring new shoes for his feet and... Kill the fatted calf. Let's celebrate. My son's come home. Please make me like one of the hired servants, above and beyond and exceeding what's being requested. You've come to the Father and you've said to him, please forgive me for my sin. And he has. Exceedingly, abundantly, beyond. Past sins, present sins, future sins. Dealt with. Not only has he answered that prayer, but his Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, God himself dwells within. He's adopted us, not just now as his created creatures in his image. We are now part of his family. We are his children. Not just adopted children, we also get an inheritance. And not just an inheritance, we are now, excuse me, in Jesus, exalted to reign and rule with him. God has answered exceedingly, abundantly above and beyond what we ask or think what do you need to be asking God for Spurgeon again says we bring small cups to the well of God's blessing and we take such a little bit away we bring our small cups to the well and God invites us increase what you're asking for or Spurgeon again says our mouths are not open wide enough Our hearts are not warm enough to melt the ice that freezes our lips. Well, before I go on to application, what then shall we render to God for this incredible promise, this stimulation that he gives us? Now to him is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power at work within us. What are we to render to him? To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through each generation pass it on to the next generation pass it on to the next generation pass it on to the next generation parents pass it on to your children 
Raise your children, pass it on to their children. Grandparents, pass it on to their grandchildren. Pass it upwards to your parents and to your grandparents. Pass it sideways to uncles and aunties and friends and neighbours. Glory to him in the church, not just in our lives personally, but in the church as the church gathers together and in Christ Jesus through each generation forever. Glory to adore him to learn of him. The Lord Jesus said, I have brought you glory on earth by doing everything you told me to do. We do the same. A couple of weeks ago, Daniel reminded us that by being salt and light, we do our good works before others so that our Father in heaven is glorified. Good works. By worshipping him, by accepting one another, we reflect and show the glory of God. Adoring him and learning more about him. In Christ Jesus, in each generation. A healthy church should be a church of four generations. Think about that. A healthy church should be a church of four generations. Grandparents, parents, children. Great parents, grandparents, grandparents, parents, children. And cross-pollination of those generations. Not isolation into age groups. So what do we say to all of this? Four things. Number one, thou art coming to a king, large petitions with thee bring, for his grace and power are such, none can ever ask too much. John Newton wrote those words. Thou art coming to a king, large petitions with you bring, for his grace and power are such, none can ever ask too much. You can't reach the limits of what he can do. So what it is, what is it that you need to be asking him to do? What is it that has to change in your heart and life in order that he's going to be listening and then enacting and empowering? Don't hinder what he's wanting to do. You cannot limit him. There's a verse in Psalm 78 verse 41 which says, they limited the Holy One of Israel, it's people of Israel, uh, Holy One of Israel. The people of Israel limited God when they came out of Egypt. They limited him. You can't limit God. That verse says they did. What about Jesus, Luke 13? He says to Jerusalem, How often I would have, how often I would have gathered you together like a hen gathers her chicks. I would have done something, but you would not. You have not because you ask not and God says Psalm 81 verse 10 open wide your mouth and I will fill it second thing what do you need to ask God for this week what do you need to be talking to him about what does this verse motivate you or encourage you or empower you to be able to come to God and say God I'm going to ask something really big here thirdly Use this very text, Ephesians 3.20, as a filter this week into whatever situation you find yourself with, whatever person you find yourself talking to. Whatever you face. In each of your daily quiet times, time alone with him, remember the text, this text. <clears throat> he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you ask or think. Talking to somebody and they're in a major crisis and they don't know what to do, he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. Turn to him in prayer, talk to him about it. Let me finish 
by reading to you Matthew 9, then I'll pray, and then we'll sing. Matthew 9, verse 27 and 28. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him. They were calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. That's a pretty big ask. When he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him and he asked them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Do you believe that I'm able to do this? Yes, Lord, he replied. They replied. Then he touches them. According to your faith, let it be done to you. Bring that into your life, your situation. If you're the two blind men, what is it you're going to be asking Jesus? Lord, do this. And he'll ask you, do you believe I am able to do this? Yes, Lord. I believe you can do exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think. And then do so. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are the great and sovereign God. Nothing is too hard for you. Nothing. No situation. No need. No relationship. Nothing is beyond your grasp and ability to make a difference. Lord, forgive us for the times when we don't even access this. When we try to control it ourselves, to fix it ourselves, and we're perpetually disappointed and frustrated. So Lord, help us this week to humble ourselves and simply to come to you and to ask, to talk to you. Believing and knowing that you can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or even think or imagine could happen. You're the great and powerful God. Achieve your will and purposes this week in us and through us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand together.